Endless Possibilities with Catherine Jean. Hi Beverly, you're live on Hawkesbury Radio. Welcome to the show Endless Possibilities. I asked you to come on today being the uh, CEO of the Australian Thyroid Foundation because I think the thyroid is very underrated and not mentioned enough as it could be for what it can cause for people and issues. That's right. It, it is, Catherine. It is an important um, health issue that needs to be promoted Yes. because it affects far more women than men. Yeah. And women are so busy in their lives looking after everybody else and working and the house, family, that they tend to overlook their own health yes. and make excuses for the way they're feeling. Mm. So it's something that needs to be talked about because in Australia, um, one in 10 Australians will be affected by some form of thyroid disorder and seven of the 10 will be women. Yeah. So it's an important um, message and it, it affects women in every age bracket. So even from teenage years right through to the elderly. Yeah. So it's, it's an important um, message. Yeah. I think that because I, as you know, I, I do deal with mental health and everyone who listens to me on this radio station knows that I'm big into that. And we always talk about the awareness of mental health and, um, you know, not to be scared to see if you're okay and all that. And it's the same with the thyroid. I look at it and I think we need to have a thyroid awareness because um, I know you have your story and my story was that for years and years I, I had a thyroid issue but because it was, and I describe it as in the backstage of my 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 body and not coming to the forefront in the blood test being the TSH is what they test for um, it, it could have been picked up years ago would you agree with that yes I would agree with that um, doctors I mean as the CEO of the Australian Thyroid Foundation yes I would like to see that there is more thorough testing yes and as thyroid disease, the main reasons are because of family history or autoimmune disease, mm. then a patient who has symptoms should also have their full thyroid function looked at. So their T4 and their T3, which shows how much thyroid hormone you're making and how you're absorbing it, and also thyroid antibodies to yes. see if you have a thyroid autoimmune disease. Now, if that was all looked at, and then in some cases a thyroid ult ultrasound to see the size and the shape and texture of the gland and if an autoimmune disease um, has affected the gland, yeah. is being, you know, very thorough, particularly mm. when patients are returning saying that they're tired, lethargic, putting on weight, you know, their mental health isn't great, their hair might be falling out, their bowels. Yep. slowing down and all the other symptoms that can mm. happen, mm. Um, you know, it's very important that doctors listen to what their patients are saying mm. because although symptoms can overlap into other health issues, yes. the thyroid should be looked at and taken seriously. Yeah, I, I agree with that because the thing is that it could be other issues, but why not tick one box to know it's not that? So you can go That's forward right. instead of, you know, sort of throwing out the blanket or the net and saying, well, let's just see, we'll have a dabble of this, a dabble of that and see where we end up at. But yeah, well, um, it, it is, it's the process of elimination. Exactly. So, 
you know, it's either determining or eliminating the possibility. Yes, and I agree with you with this T3, T4 and antibodies. Now, um, I, I think that you said once you can't have like only a little bit of antibodies and be okay. You either have them or you don't. So you either have an autoimmune or you don't. That That's true, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, some some doctors refer to antibodies. Oh, well, you know, they're only a little bit elevated. I don't think it's worth worrying about. Mm. But then again, you know, you either have them or you don't have them. It's like being pregnant or not pregnant. Yeah. And it, depending on how those antibodies are affecting the patient, mm. that's the issue. Mm. So that's, that's what needs to be looked at. And then in turn... Hashimoto's thyroiditis causes yeah. the thyroid to decrease its production of thyroid hormone. Yeah. So if that's happening, you know, the patient's going to end up not feeling wonderfully well and could be treat, treated to improve the situation. Mm. I, I look, I, that's what I have is Hashimoto's. So, I mean, I look at that and I totally agree with you because I know exactly how I felt before and by accident I might add that they found out that I actually had Hashimoto's disease and for years I'd been battling those things that you said and weight was the major one for me but then in the last year or so it was my mind it was like brain fog it was you know I was I was more prone to crying than I'd ever been so depression was sort of something I was sinking in a bit and once I got myself sorted and I chose to go down a natural uh, pathway natural remedies pathway but I did get it sorted but once I did it improved my whole health my my mental aspect and my ability my energies and everything my hair wasn't falling out and I think that um we we, we really look at these things and we will concentrate on the one thing that we worry about and sometimes with them they worry about it was the weight and then they'll go down all the shakes and all the diets and all that when they're, they're just missing it completely. Well, well, yes, that's right. And and some doctors uh, will, depending on the woman's age, if she's, you know, getting on in years, they'll say, oh, well, it's, it, it'd be menopause. You know, that's a natural ageing process. Yes, and, you know, menopause can trigger off thyroid disease. Yes. So any hormonal changes that um, happen in in your life stage mm. can have an effect yeah. on, you know, triggering the thyroid disease, mm. particularly if you have a family history of thyroid disease. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't need to be ignored. It can mm. be easily diagnosed and mm. treated. Mm. And particularly for people like even women having uh, their been going through pregnancy and childbirth and all that, that triggers too because again it's playing with all your hormones and you know I, right. I've seen that happen oh, time and time again and again you know as you can imagine that once you've had a baby and you're trying to get back your weight to a, a Pacific range that you used to be in and you can't, well, then you'll automatically go, oh, my God, it's the baby weight, it's this, it's that. But you could have actually triggered yourself into a thyroid condition. Well, that's right. But it, women contemplating pregnancy, pregnant or breastfeeding, should also take a pregnancy supplement, including 150 micrograms of iodine. Yes. Now, that's vitally important because pregnant women don't get enough iodine in their daily diet and the only way to get enough is by taking a supplement, a pregnancy supplement, including iodine. Yes. Now that's 
to help their production of thyroid hormone and also for the baby. Mm. So the brain development and mm. you know, the functions, the neurological functions of the newborn mm. rely on having a healthy thyroid function. Mm. So that message is also very clear, mm. you know, that you, you should not ignore the fact that iodine deficiency can be a problem. Mm. As well as that, as you said, pregnancy can trigger off Hashimoto's disease yeah. and, and hypothyroid function. Yeah. So that can have an impact on the pregnancy. It mm. can, you know, cause pregnancies to terminate. It can cause... Um, pregnancies to, um, you know, all sorts of complications, yeah, including yeah. early delivery and yeah. all sorts of other things yeah. that you don't even want to think about. Yeah. So it's very important. And mm. during pregnancy, um, if, if a woman is taking thyroid hormone, which is what you have to take if your yeah. thyroid isn't making enough hormone, yeah. the, the mother's um, requirements increase by 50%. Mm. during pregnancy. Yep. So when you look at it like that, it's essential that we're all very mm. aware during that life stage. But we didn't always have this problem with iodine, did we, not being in our diet? No, we didn't. Um, we used to get enough iodine because you only need a very, very tiny amount yeah, on a yeah. daily basis. And we mm. used to get our iodine um, intake from milk, yeah. Because back in the up until the early 90s, the dairy industry used to clean all their milking equipment with iodine. Mm. So the traces of iodine would go into the milk. Yep. And then I think, personally, I think it was the way Coles and Woolies treated the dairy industry. They had to look at cheaper ways of manufacture. So they, a lot of dairies started to use um, chlorine instead of iodine. To clean it out. And with, to clean the milking equipment. Yep. yep. And without anybody realising, our iodine levels started to drop. And our chlorine so, levels would have gone up. That's right. Mm. So it, it's really, you know, another story about in the thyroid jigsaw of putting it all together of how important knowing all this information is. Yes. And I think that that's sort of where people, um, it, it's about breaking things down. And if like, I'm, I'm known for talking about my whiteboard that I like to use all the time, but if you whiteboarded it down though, Beverly, it'd come to, well, why do we have this iodine deficiency? Oh, well, it happened back here. And why did that happen? Well, because as you say, it could have been Coles and Woolley putting the pressure on for the dollar cost. But um, right. the thing yeah. is, at the end of the day, I, I do a little test thing and this is anyone can do this okay. I have a few things I do for people before I ever say, well, look, you need to speak to your doctor and then I've, you know, cross my fingers that the doctor will listen um, and that is that if you actually get iodine, not betadine but iodine, and you put it on the under part of your arm, right, and right. you leave it there, if it sucks in really quickly, you have an iodine deficiency. Right. And okay. Yeah, it and if you it, some people it will stay there, so you don't have that deficiency. And you do it with a couple other tests of you know your temperatures and things like that. And before you know it, you can work out that something's happening with your thyroid there. Okay. Well, the thing that you need to be aware of though is if the person if that's showing the person's iodine deficient, mm. we shouldn't be taking a supplement as such to improve the iodine. We mm. should be including 
increasing our food intake of iodine and rich foods and yes. having a thyroid test to make sure that's not the reason why. Yes. Because if, if a person does have a thyroid disorder, taking iodine isn't going to help. Um, it it's only can make it, things slow down even more because mm. the, as the thyroid gland uses iodine to mm. make thyroid hormone yeah. and you think of it like a factory, so iodine goes in, thyroid hormone comes out. If the factory's not working and you go and increase your iodine intake in, in a supplement, it will store it yes, and it instead won't of using use it. it. Yeah. So yeah. that's when it becomes a bit tricky mm. and therefore if the person was diagnosed with a thyroid disorder and they started to take hormone replacement mm. to increase their thyroid, thyroid hormone intake, then that is the way to treat it and then you don't need iodine because you're taking the, the end product. The end product, yep. Yeah. But I think that for people to try and like to go and get a, a thyroid test panel done is not a cheap thing for people to do. How, how do you mean from the GP? Well, the GP, like my GP won't get my full thyroid done, right, through Medicare. They say, no, it looks like it could be all right now. The TSH isn't that bad, so we're not doing it. There's well, no need. That, that's, that's not satisfactory. No, but I that's know. So for me to do that, as my doctor said to me, well, you can write your own test, go do it and pay for it yourself. But that's not that that's not the way Medicare works. Medicare, if you have a thyroid disorder or you're, you know, having symptoms, Medicare will cover the testing. So it's it's and particularly when you're taking the hormone, mm. um, the T four and T three are essential to monitor and mm. Medicare will cover that. Mm. So, you know, doctor I don't know there's a lot of confusion in them with doctors around this and I don't know why it's not clear enough to them. Yeah. To well, I don't know with my doctor if it could have been, for my example, the fact that uh, I'm not taking thyroxine, okay, I'm taking a natural desiccated thyroid um, hormone. So that's what I'm doing, but that's my choice and um, that's, that's what I chose to do to try and do mine and I have improved it. Um, but maybe because I'm not taking the thyroxine, Medicare won't look at me. Well, they still should. Mm. That's the. It, that's very interesting. I would think it, they don't know that you're what you're taking. No, I know they that. They don't know what brand mm. you're taking. See, this is like I said to my doctor, and this is the things that happen to people. You see, this is what I'm talking about. People go to their doctors, and their doctors say this. Like my doctor said, I'm not getting you tested. I said, but I have, I have um, Hashimoto's. It's written in my medical notes. And right. no, no, I only wouldn't do it. TSH, and that was it. Well, no, I know, but this is what your this is what your foundation is about, isn't it? It's about getting awareness out. It's about exactly. having one rule that goes for a blanket cover for everyone, and that people yes. can go and get their thyroid tested, and they can get these this other the panel done instead of waiting for the TSH to be so badly out that then the doctor will do it. That's right. Mm. But yes, you can. And, you know, particularly if you've got a family history. I mean, if your grandmother or a great aunt or someone um, had thyroid disease of some 
in some order, then there is, you know, that is the reason for the doctor to do thorough testing. Mm. And it doesn't always, you know, affect every generation, although it can, mm. and it doesn't always affect everybody in one family, mm. um, but it can. I mean, in my immediate family, I have thyroid disease and my three children have thyroid disease. Mm. But in other, you know, um, arms of the family, they haven't, uh, some nieces and nephews haven't been affected, but then in some groups they have been. Yep. So it's very interesting how it all works um, mm. and how the genetic makeup is mm. in families and, and the strength of the genes to work out who will be affected and who mm. won't be. But it's all, as I said before, a process of elimination. You don't need to be unwell. And, you know. Hello. I think we've got a technical issue there that we've just uh, lost, Beverly. No, it looks like we have. We'll hope that she'll call back in and uh, we can have a chatter when she comes back in. Uh, how are you? Hang on. I think she could be here. Mm, no. How are you all uh, liking this talk that we're having anyway? It's quite interesting about the thyroid and how doctors uh, look at it and how they respond to it. Have you had anything where you may have this sort of thing happening? We're coming back on now with Beverly now. I think we got dis disconnected there, Beverly. Yes, I don't know what happened. I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I, what we were talking about the panel and about the testing and about how to, you know, tick another box if there's something else that you don't necessarily have to be sick or realise you're sick to have a thyroid condition happening. Well, I think we become complacent. Yeah. I think we can have symptoms and not realise that they're thyroid symptoms. Mm. I think women in particular, um, you know, make excuses. Oh, I'm busy, I'm working full time, you know, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm running the kids around, no wonder I'm tired, you know, I'm not eating well, that's why I'm putting on weight, or I'm getting to menopause or pre-menopause and that's having an effect on me and my doctor told me my hair's probably falling out because of my menopause, etc., etc. Yeah. Yep. So it's all about realizing that it could be a medical condition and your thyroid and we've we've been the Australian Thyroid Foundation has been helping people for 25 years this year this is our that's 25th wow. anniversary that's great so um yes we've helped thousands and thousands of people so you know we hear some wonderful stories we hear some very sad stories but mm. it's all about making sure that people realise that it's an option and that could be what's happening with their health. Yeah. And so in that 25 years, how have you seen, have you seen a great improvement for the awareness and the understanding of thyroid conditions? Well, I've been the CEO for 21, this is my 22nd year this year, which right. is a very long time. It is. When I came into the role... People didn't even know where their thyroid was. Right. Um, so these days people are aware that they do have a thyroid gland and it does do something and it, you know, it does have an effect yep. on how you're feeling. Yep. But I think as far as it gets in a lot of cases, unless it's staring them in the face or they've been diagnosed with 
um, an enlarged thyroid or they're very, very unwell with hypothyroid symptoms or hyperthyroid symptoms or they've been diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Mm. The general population still need a good, you know, boost to realise that their well-being could be improved if there is a problem. Yeah. And so... Would you think that, like, what what what's what's your forecast for the foundation? What are you trying to do? What's some goals that you've got in the future? We we would like to see in Australia. We'd like to see iodine deficiency eliminated through awareness. There's research going on in Australia at the moment with pregnant women and and some. Um, Aboriginal women of childbearing years, looking yep. at their outcomes and and testing, and which is very exciting. We'd love to see iodine deficiency under control, so that women are aware of how important having an iodine enriched diet is and taking a supplement during pregnancy. We'd also like people long term to be really, really aware of. The, their thyroid health and think of it as other autoimmune diseases or other health issues like mm. diabetes. Everybody has a good understanding of diabetes mm. usually. Mm. So knowing that it's as important as that um, or heart disease or any other d- condition, yeah. Yeah. Um, knowing that that it's a possibility yeah. and it should be you know monitored or tested yeah. for um, or treated is mm. is the message that yeah. we would like to see. Yeah. And do you think that uh, Medicare opening up the, you know, envelope on testing would be a good thing too? Well, I think, I think Medicare, I, I think more to the point, I don't know whether it's directly a Medicare issue or whether it's a you know, doctors understanding the system better mm. and what needs, you know, how to um, recognise, diagnose and treat and mm. monitor thyroid mm. disease. I think it's more that. Mm. So than, it, does that and mean... I, and I always say to women, don't go to the doctor looking well. If you're not feeling well, go in there looking like how you feel. Don't put on makeup. Don't do mm. Let the doctor see exactly how you feel. Mm. Because I agree. Because it's something, it's, it's invisible in lots of cases. Oh, totally. And the thing is, too, that it's the same silly thing, isn't it? We, wa- we walk into doctors and physios and all these sort of people and they go, oh, hi, how are you? You go, good. Well, you're not actually. Why else are you there? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. exactly right. Yeah, and yes. um, if you do go in and you look rather yucky, then the doctors go to go. Oh my God, you don't look good. So there must be something wrong with you. But you're right. It's the mask that we wear that sometimes can be our undoing. Yes, mm. yes, and and I always tell tell people to talk about to the doctor all about the symptoms, yes. the physical symptoms. First, yes. before you get into talking about your emotional health, yeah. because it's very easy to be given an antidepressant yes. instead of given a, a, a you know a, a hormone replacement that you yes. might need. Yes, 
Yes, that's so very true. It's un- unfortunately, the, the, it's something that can be latched on very quickly and to band-aid it with an antidepressant. That's right. And it yes. won't change any of the symptoms. It'll keep happening. That's right. Well, it'll just suppress everything One. more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than boost, yeah. Yeah. you know, someone's health. Yeah. So people can get in touch with you, um, can they? And there's a lot of stuff I've seen on your website and everything. Yes, our website is thyroidfoundation.org.au and if they go onto our website, you can, you know, email us or we've got a telephone line, you can contact us Mm. um, or read all about. You can become a member um, and join and and have access to the members section on the website and, you know, learn all about the research that's going on and updates and information and all sorts, you know, medications and all sorts of very important information. Yep. Okay then. Well, look, that's great, and I appreciate you taking the time out today to chat with me on radio regarding the thyroid. It's uh, something obviously close to myself, but I think that it's one of these. It, it's something that's just not spoken about enough, and we need to talk more about this as a possibility to some symptoms that go on. That's. Thank you, Catherine, for the opportunity. No, that's all right. I'll I'll talk to you later sometime. Well, I hope you found that last chat as interesting as I did. I know that every time I talk with someone, there's always something to learn or a little piece of gold that's hidden well in there. For any of the show notes, it can be found on my website, catherinejean.com. And for everyone out there, if you're feeling stuck in where you are, just remember that your change is only one thought away. Very big high five to you all and I'll see you on my next episode of Endless Possibilities.